Welcome to another episode of Jarrell Reeves Ministries, a podcast for inspiration and inspiring messages and conversations. Today, we will be discussing or talking about the parables of God's just kingdom. Uh, the Bible background is Matthews thirteen twenty four through 43. We're going to read Matthews 13, 24 through 33. And then we'll go into uh, verses starting with 36 to 43. A little bit which will be explaining why Jesus used uh, the parables. And also in your spare time there is also a devotional reading that goes along with this. And it is Psalm 78 verses 1 through 8. Verse 24 of Matthew's 13, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and wheat and went away. When the weeds sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seeds in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servant asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Now verses 31 on to 33 will explain the parables of the mustard seed and the yeast. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which man took and planted in his field. Though it is a, it is the smallest of seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds can come and perch on the branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. And we'll stop there real quick. And then we'll, I'll go into explaining like the place, the time, and the people. The phrase kingdom of heaven and Matthews is a synonym with the terms kingdom of heaven in Mark and Luke's gospel in the first century the Jewish people expected the coming of the Messiah who would defeat their oppressor and rule the earth although the gospels Jesus expand expands the definition to the means the dynamic rule over rule and reign of God. 
and then the, what parables are a parable is a story that illustrates a spiritual truth it literally means something thrown alongside something else Jesus employed these meanings of teachings quite frequently 46 parables are found in the gospel parables were a way to use examples from everyday life in order to illustrate people's minds regarding an abstract reality in the background of Matthew 13 is dedicated to the parables of the kingdom in eight of the parables Jesus explains how to understand the kingdom of God to the large crowd that he followed that followed him to the sea he used analogs that his listeners would understand pretty well, such as a task of sower or the result of yeast and dough. Thus, the revelation of the kingdom of God is hidden in plain sight, which is the nature of the kingdom. Its progress in the world is not so obvious, but rather hidden like the meanings of a parable. It is probably for this reason that Jesus speaks to them in parables, usually simple stories used to communicate something that can only be understood if the listeners pay close attention. They can hide the truth in plain sight because of those who are uninterested or intentive. Now earlier in the chapter, around verse 10, one of the disciples asked Jesus, why he used parables to communicate those great mysteries of the kingdom. In response, Jesus said, because it is given unto you to know my mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. He is speaking of the kingdom in parables. Parable draws a parallel to the audience of the book of Isaiah, which reads, Listen carefully, but do not understand. Watch closely, but learn nothing. And you can read that in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 9. And par parables invite those who can, can to hear what the Spirit is saying. Jesus would often take time to interpret some of the parables to the disciples, usually in private. The text before uses focus focuses on three of the eight parables in Matthew 13. The wheat and the weeds, the mustard seed and the leaven in the first parable where we hear of the two sowers, one and the owner of the field, and he sows the wheat. The other is an enemy of the owner who comes in the night to sow weeds among the wheat. The second parable is about a mustard seed, which is a small seed that can grow into a tree on which birds can perch. The third is about leavens hide inside the, a mill. Now, for verses starting around 34, is when Jesus explains his parables in which the last paragraph uh, it explained in his response you know Jesus 
because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. He is speaking of the kingdom in parable draws a, par a parallel to the audience of the book of Isaiah, which reads, Listen carefully, but do not understand. Watch closely, but learn nothing. Now, we can we'll go into depth with Matthew 13, 24, and 26, which is kingdom sowing. Jesus turns from describing parables, I mean, sorry, describing people's response to parables to another parable regarding the kingdom of God. This time he used the illustration of a farmer with a rival. When a farmer sows his seeds, his rival sneaks in and sows weeds in his field. The allusion to Satan is probably not lost in his on his listeners. While the good seeds grow and produce wheat, the other seeds grow alongside of it but produce weeds. This more than likely represents those who would seem to be aligned with the kingdom but produce bad fruit. They are in effect not a part of the kingdom and are not children of the kingdom. Truth, the truth Jesus illustrates is that there will be good and bad seeds on the earth, but but his kingdom will ultimately right every wrong. And then in verses 27 through 30, it's talking about the kingdom's harvest. The farmer's workers come and alert him to the problem. This doesn't alarm the farmers. He tells them, to let everything grow until the harvest, when the wheat will be separated from the weeds. The harvest speaks of the end of the age, when God's kingdom will be fully realized. This time is when God will judge those who are in the kingdom and produce the fruit of the kingdom and those who do not. Today we may see those who commit acts of injustice and all sorts of evil. We may be tempted to take the attitude of the workers who wanted to uproot the weeds right away. But Jesus lets us know that it is not our job. He will deliver justice in his time. It is his kingdom and his harvest. And then lastly, the verses 31 and 33 is explaining the kingdom growing. Now Jesus lets listeners know how the kingdom of God grows in influence. The kingdom is not a big massive enterprise, not something that the world will look at and admire. He says that it's the size of a mustard seed, a very small and unamusing mustard seed serves an example of a subservient nature of the kingdom of God. It starts off small but grows big in influence. Just like a mustard tree grows and provides shelter for birds, Jesus also explains that the kingdom is hidden, like leaven mixed in dough. You cannot see it in the dough, but you see its effects. Without leaven, the dough never rises. This is the same kingdom of God. It is hidden 
but it impacts everything that it contacts. This applies to the kingdom justice as well. God's justice might seem to be invisible, but in his timing, it will be fully realized. And once again, I thank you for listening to another episode of Darrell Reese Ministries. And if you have any questions, comments, please feel free to leave them, give your opinion and then your advice. And we are always appreciative of you listening and being a part of this ministry. Also, if you have any prayer requests, please uh, feel free to leave those and we will definitely pray for you and your family as well. And once again, I do appreciate you taking the time and to listen and uh, take in the word with me. And, and also, too, we appreciate it to subscribe to this uh, podcast. is greatly appreciated. And any small donations as well to the ministry. Thank you and God bless.